Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast, the number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. Your host for today, Ivan Pineda, Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Let's start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today we got a preview episode coming up for next week game against Leon. And of course, we brought in a Leon expert to help us out on all things in regards to this game. But as always, before I get started, let me introduce today's co-host. It is Brooklyn's very own AJ and every and New York's favorite resident, Christian Rosendo. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? I'm doing good. Thank you. Just been occupied with stuff from college, but all in all, I'm doing pretty good. Nice, nice. Christian, how's life over there in uh, in Staten Island? It's pretty, it's pretty nice. You know, I've been doing my own thing, even though it annoys some people, but it's all right. We'll get to it. I'm very excited to have our guest on tonight. Um, she is very talented, and I know she will give us uh, her utmost expertise on Club Leon. That is right. And as uh, Christian just alluded to, let me introduce today's guest. She is a very, very dear friend of ours outside of this Holy Kamekis community. Uh, she is a Leon expert. You have seen her over on uh, Filmex Nation collaborating with them. Maybe you have seen her doing work for the Lions Den podcast. It is the one, the only, Miss Gadi Torres. Gadi, thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. Christian, the native New Yorker, which that's his permanent um nickname but thank you for having me um yeah definitely we we like to jump on each other's podcasts and i had the honor to have ivan on my podcast so now reverse but yeah i'm excited definitely definitely it was very fun uh yesterday to be able to hop on talk a little bit of stuff i know we had a little bit of technical difficulties fingers crossed that we don't have as many today but still really fun show planned for everyone ahead all righty then so I guess we might as well just jump in and start talking about this Leon versus America game. Whilst it had enough flavor coming into this one, it got it. It got a little bit added to last Friday when apparently you guys had no stadium to play in anymore. Gasp. Yeah, um, it was crazy. I was at work and with my guys um, from the Lines and Podcast, um, I started seeing it blow up, and I'm like, okay, something's going on with the club. And I'm seeing all these videos. I'm seeing, you know, Los Arriba, like, try to get all their fans there. I see Grupo Pachuca taking off all their stuff out, trophies, loading trucks. You see the Guarida, the the Leon store, like, vacating everything gone. Uh, Cermeño taking over. So, obviously, it's just been kind of like, you know, I don't know, just this whole year. Like, I think you pretty much described Ivan yesterday Liga Mankeys is going to Liga Mankeys and this is just one thing added um, especially to Leon um, so yeah I mean things are changing uh, if you guys want to catch it's a lot to talk about I'm not going to get super deep into what's what's happening but uh, we did discuss in our first half of the Lines and Show podcast if you guys are more than welcome to, to go and watch the first half we talk about everything that's been going on with stadium but uh, things have been changing so you know we were kind of left with no, no place to play uh, for this America. Then it was said that, oh, you know, Cermeño is going to let Leon play the, the, the game versus America at the Leon Stadium. And then yesterday it was said that we're going to play in Aguascalientes, an hour and like 46 minutes away, not too far. But again, things could change. Um, it's kind of a thing of pride versus Club Leon 
and Cermeño, and then you throw in La Ciudad as well. So it's kind of like everybody's just having their own little sake, um, little peace of mind. I think overall, it's just a pride thing. And I think Louis um, from my our podcast, he said it well. He's, they're keeping the fan base hostage because all we want is just you know, to play and keep playing. Obviously our construction for our new stadium kind of got backtracked because of COVID. Unfortunately, uh, Leon lightly announced the Casa Club for Leon will be in construction. So it's kind of like, well, the important thing is where are we going to play right now? I feel like this uh, taking of the stadium and all that came, you know, was coming. It's just, you know, when it needed to be taken, it did, which it has so many layers into it. I'm hoping that our game will still resume in Los Calientes, um, but something needs to be resolved just looking past America and seeing if we're going to actually keep playing um, in Leon or we're going to keep, obviously, benefits. Sermeño is going to get all pretty much money from, from that or we're going to rent out other stadiums. I mean, who knows? So hopefully right now where our game is still set because I think it's a very interesting game, especially for both of us. Uh, very entertaining, probably to me and I guess to you guys the game of the jornada so I don't know guys we might play somewhere else at the end of the week you know you never know I mean, yeah I mean if you guys want to see how this soap drama ends make sure you guys tune into the Lions Den podcast I'm sure you guys are going to be keeping a close eye on all of this but here's a little hot take and uh and, and I don't know this just kind of popped into me right now when Cardi was talking about stadiums and all that stuff Uh-oh. if 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 this was like, if there was no COVID and this situation still happened, right? And we know how much Liga Mekis loves to dance the dance with MLS. Would this have been one of those games where you can like, okay, maybe we can we can back off of this and put them in a neutral stadium over in the MLS and have them play a game in uh, in in the states? Do you think that would have been something, Christian? No, 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 no. not at all. No, I don't know. I feel like that would have been a cool chance for them to go make some money. It would have been a cool chance, but it it, it would never happen, though. I don't know. It, it would have been perfect timing because if this happens, you still have, like, two weeks to plan it out. And, I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have – because it's the international break. So, you have enough time to, like, fly the teams out and all that stuff. I don't know. That's just that's just a little hot take. But besides the point, though, it looks like we are playing in Aguascalientes. All right. So, let's at least talk about that. So, it's definitely not a venue that we're too accustomed to, gentlemen. And it's definitely not a place that we definitely like going to and walking away with all three points. How, how does America get phased by this situation that's going on right now in Leon, Christian? How do you think this affects the team in regards to, okay, so we're not going to Leon. We might be going to Aguascalientes and we might have fans. I don't know. It's question marks still up in the air with all of that stuff. So how do you think the team is at least kind of coping with this? Or do you think that they just shut this out and say, all right, you know, we'll deal with it when, when the day comes where we have to go? Yeah, um, I think that that's definitely the right mindset to go into. You know, I don't think you should let these external factors affect, you know, your plan going into the game and how you uh, intend to uh, to come out. Uh, I think America needs to be strong on the mental side and kind of just push this aside and, you know, just whatever they're dealt, they're dealt and then just handle it when when the time comes. AJ, you uh, you agree with that? Yeah, pretty much for the most part. We're getting towards the very end of the season. They throw something in like this, but for the most part, really, we have a place to play, so that's good. We're gonna have play a soccer we're gonna play a soccer match. You got a ball, you got the players already ready to play against each other in the um fourteenth game of the season. So pretty much like really didn't like affect them at all. Just 
play the way you usually do and bow for those three points. Well, that's going to be a hard thing to do because we don't really know what America said we're going to get, injuries and all. So that's going to be an interesting factor. But, Gadi, talk to me a little bit more about how Leon's coming into this one. I've, obviously, we've had the international break. But before that, you guys seem like you, have, you guys have been on a pretty decent roll in regards to form. I mean, you guys are sitting top at the table right now, four points clear. How's Leon coming into this one? I'm not sure. Um, I think, you know, when we talk about um, kind of how Leon is currently, especially this season, uh, on the lines on the lines and podcast, I think we are kind of being hard on them at times, um, just because we're so accustomed to how they always have a high scoring game. Um, this season, I feel like that they they score no more than than two goals for the most part, or I think at all. Um, but they are doing well in possession. You know, they have the best you know defense. They're kind of you know holding the ball. They're just being really smart about it. I think what they should be how they should be playing in the year, which kind of they've kind of lacked the past um, couple of seasons. Um, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, they're good. I mean, they're all good. The only thing is that makes me nervous is just returning from international break. Um, and we've talked about it in the, in the Lions and podcast. We mentioned it. So Chivan Boko, when they leave and they come back, all we hope is that no injuries and that they're just returning to kind of the same um, style of play that they've been playing. Um, so we'll definitely have some adjustments, um, especially on the, on the back line. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm just hoping for the best. I'm hoping they just come back. I hope that the situation with the stadium doesn't affect them. Um, because you know, it's just something that obviously in the back of the head, obviously they have to focus on what's on the field. Uh, we have a couple of players that have been needing to show up more. Uh, obviously the good thing about Leon is that they don't rely on one player for goal scoring opportunities in this case, this season, they don't, they don't rack up much of the goals, but you see key players like Angel Mena who has been consistent throughout the season scoring goals. So, you know, even though Gigliotti is a better version of Ramos, you know, he's been, he's been working his butt off trying to get goals. Nico Sosa, Nikiler, who I think we've all said <laughs> this whole like FIFA thing, him winning is giving him pressure because he can't score. Not in a bad way. He's worked his butt off and does what he can without the ball. But we kind of need up top determining players that will put the ball away. A situation like Joel Campo, who we manifested like his, he has to stay. El Dico has to stay. And he did. But now he needs to deliver and he's been slacking. Um, and we don't know if it's a, it's a situation with Jean Meneses, who has always been a fantastic player. He's had a rough couple of matches. Ambri said, you know what? All right, subbing him in and he scored. Next game, same thing. Sub him in, he scores. I'm hoping that he earns his um, starting position back uh, versus America, but I don't know what's going on with Joel Campo. Um, I'm hoping he kind of proves us wrong towards the end of the league or shows up when it really matters. Um, but I think I'm hoping Leon comes in strong, especially just after all these players returning from international break, because I feel like even though it doesn't affect them, it kind of does in a way. Um, but Interesting. Very interesting. So, I mean, I think America is definitely going to look at that and say, OK, so if their stars, uh, if their stars, if their starting forwards are a little bit struggling, then maybe that could be a little bit of boost of confidence for the for this defense, which Christian, we know this defense needs all 
the confidence boost that it can get at this point. Um, talk to me a little bit more about how our team is coming into this one. Obviously, you know, give us any updates in and around Coapa as to whether injuries have sustained or are gone. Which mm-hmm. We're hoping they are. Um, talk to me a little bit more. What's been going on in and around the world of Coapa these past two weeks? Right. So obviously, as everyone knows, uh, Henry Martin and Jorge Sanchez are out with Mexico on international duty. So they will be coming back um, sometimes this week, um, trying to get back into the into the squad and resume training. Um, in, ter- in terms of our long, long list of injuries, um, I think the ones that we're most worried about is uh, Sebastián Cáceres and Manuel Aguilera as, um, you know, they are basically our last two center backs that we have other than Ramón Juárez. Uh, so um, hopefully they'll be ready. Um, they're, they're, they're penciled in to be starting against León, and I think that's huge for us. And it's um, it's kind of scary to say that it's huge that Emma Aguilera starting for us. But at this <laughs> point, it's it's kind of it's kind of you know whatever we can whatever we can get, we'll take right. So uh, hopefully we'll have a sem- semi strong uh, starting the defense against León because you know this this team is no joke when it comes to uh, on the offense. And as we all know, our defense has been shaky uh, this whole season. So that'll be something uh, something to look forward to. And then uh, in more of the offensive side, you know, Cordova got, got a little bit of a rest. Um, didn't end up going to, to international duty. Uh, so I guess that's kind of a, I guess, a little bonus for us, you know, kind of keep him here. Uh, but did he many go injuries. to the training camp for the, so for the, for the U23? Yeah, yeah, U23 he did, yes. But that's, okay. no, you know, it's not, he's not, ob, ob, uh, you know, overseas, you know, over there with them. So kind of stayed within, within neutral grounds. So, like I said, a little bonus for us, uh, kind of, you know, lim- uh, minimizing any chance of injury. Uh, and then, you know, I think Vina should be back to 100%. And we got to see how fatigue Henry Martin, you know, he really didn't play much. But, um, you know, just kind of just the traveling and stuff like that, you know, just kind of get him adjusted back to to Mexico time, Mexico climate and all that stuff, which I don't think it should be a problem. But I, I think uh, you'll see both of them starting on, um, on Monday night. Any word on uh, Diaz? Sergio Diaz is, uh, is, is he's looking fit. Um, he might start on the bench on Monday, but that's still to be determined. Yeah, well, I mean, what an injury list we have. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we'll see if we get Sergio. I think I think that would be a huge boost if we do. Um, Ibarwen, hopefully, if he does come in, I I would hope that you know these couple of weeks are helping to get back into the rhythm of things. And um, obviously, we know Ochoa is not going to be back for another what three weeks probably. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we'll just, I mean, we'll keep you guys updated as much as we can, but it, you know, it looks grave, our situation, but like Christian mentioned, if we do end up getting, um, Emanuel Aguilera and Cáceres back in that back, uh, in that back center back duo partnership, then um, I I think it, it shows promising signs as to what we're capable of doing. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, anything else to add on AJ or do you think we've kind of t- capped it there? actually covered everything really at that point all righty then okay cool well before we before we continue any further i do want to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you guys by our partners foot cult if you guys haven't checked them out yet make sure you guys do so if you guys are having a hard time checking them out because you can't find them on twitter it's because, well, unfortunately, they've had a bit of an issue with uh, the social media platform of Twitter, which we are hoping that they get all sorted out. Hashtag free foot calls from Twitter jail. But mm-hmm. make sure you guys do follow their second account if you guys haven't done so already. And make sure you guys check go check out the website. I mean, they have some great, incredible uh, just products, whether it's graphic uh 
t-shirts, whether it's, I know they're coming out with, uh, hoodies and, and, and jackets and just a bunch of great stuff that you guys can go over there and get, and you guys can use, uh, our discount code, uh, EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And it doesn't have to be Eagle Eye podcast merchandise, which we do have on there. You guys can get this nice little, uh, shirt that christian is pointing to on his screen as well and uh if you guys want a closer look at it well there you guys have right there make sure you guys go and check it out we're gonna have more merchandise dropping within the uh before the end of the year as well and then we look into some really cool projects ahead of 2021 alongside them so if you guys are interested make sure you guys go check out full called and use discount code eep at checkout all righty then you guys ready to kind of get to the nitty gritty of this game, which is uh, going to be on a Monday night football is what you would call it. Right, Cuddy? Yes, always Monday night football, uh-huh. Monday night football. Do you think our ratings would surpass that of the NFL's Monday night game? I mean, I'm always hashtagging it. I'm always saying it whenever we pot on Monday. So I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think so. I mean, I, I mean, uh, not to brag here, but we know who pulls the ratings, right, guys? We know, we we of know. Course. But you know, let's let's be humble but, here. But unfortunately, Mazatlan won't be playing that day. Um, <laughs> um, no, but let's let's get into it. It's gonna be a Monday night game. Uh, gentlemen, do you guys have the time? Is it at seven p.m. Pacific time or is it at six p.m. Pacific time? I can't remember. Pretty sure it's seven. Seven. Pretty sure it's which is a 10 p.m. game for you, which is kind of a late yes. game for the East Coast, knowing that it's a work night. I mean, I don't care. It's I like late night football. Yeah, I love late night football. I just like to deal with college classes. That's it. So that's fine. I mean, that's true. But all right, and that game's going to be at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. You guys can catch that game over on through the NA. And if you guys follow us over on Twitter, you guys can catch all of that going on on your Twitter feed as well. But Talk to me a little bit more about this game, AJ. How are you coming into this one? I mean, with everything surrounding the club, injuries kind of form, international break coming in probably at the right time for us. How do you think America is coming into this game? Do you think that there's a bit of a sense of redemption in the air that they could finally maybe turn things around? It wasn't the best of game against Pumas, and we talked about it last week that it felt more like a game in where it was two points dropped rather than one point gained. You think this is the moment in where our medic can finally start turning around? Because we knew that after these three classicals, the schedule didn't get any any easier after that. Oh, I feel like this is a good time for our crew at America to have like a redemption arc. Not to say as if like we've been doing bad for the rest of the season. We had down to them, but like seeing from the results we had in the classical, I feel like coming into this upcoming match against Leon, this is a time where we should be getting uh, points from them. Three points. I would love to have that, but remember it's a really tough side. They're first in the league. They can score goals, which they have 18 this season. They then have only conceded eight. They have only conceded eight goals, which makes them the best the be- defensive side in the league. America, on the other hand, they can, they um, are scoring a lot of goals with 24, but though we do have it to concede a lot. So knowing that how the defense is pretty shaky with America, the most part, I'm going to be looking at the midfield to make the most going to get some chances going up front. You're going to have names coming back like Sebastian Cordova. You can have Nicolas Benedetti up and ready to go. Hopefully, our undersea bargain, if he does happen to um, come back, you're then going to see players as, as well as Leo Suarez. You have Richard Sanchez. And with those guys in midfield, they're usually going to be feeding the forwards up front, whether it's going to be Henry Martin, 
or Federico Vinas up front. So I feel like in this game, it's really going to have to be all up to the midfield to get something going. Up fr- not, not to say that the fourth can do anything themselves. They're capable of doing stuff of their own, but I feel like they're going to need a, a lot of help from the midfield if we're going to be getting anything going, especially against the day on the defense on the hand. They're just going to have to keep it whole. They're going to have to keep it safe throughout the entire time. And Wesker Jimenez in goal, which is a fun fact, he is actually, we have yet to lose a game with him. So hopefully with that little fun. Oh, but AJ, um, I hope you didn't just jinx it. Hey, I, I'm confident he hasn't lost the game yet. Hey, if we draw something, hey, he still hasn't lost. So there you go. But hey, that's something for me. That's not for, just look at the bright side. That's something for me to um look forward to. But yeah, no, just midfield come up big um for America against Leon. Well, hopefully you're right. And if AJ for somehow jinxed this, guys, you guys can find his Twitter handle down there. And you guys can <laughs> let him know all about it. All right, Gary, talk to me a little bit more about how this Leon side is most likely going to be coming and playing against America. Uh, like AJ said, you guys defensively don't know what you guys are doing. And it seems, though, that maybe you, whilst you might be struggling to score um, as many goals as maybe you're used to, you guys are getting the results. And that's kind of what strikes me more is that this Leon side, while it may not be as flashy and it may not be as scoring goals left, right, and center as maybe you guys would like it to, it is a team that knows how to get the result and it is a team that knows how to come back from a deficit. How do you think this Leon side plants themselves against America? It's funny how you mention it because you say it's so easy, but when I'm on the edge and we're losing against Mazatlan, which again, that should, we shouldn't have been down, it's really frustrating. And I think us Leon fans are just used to it and it's something that we shouldn't be so used to. I mean, I'm glad that they were to come, be able to make the comeback, but if that game would have ended in a draw, we would have lost. Literally, we would have been laughing stock because everybody's been so, you know, like you said, we haven't had those like 4-0, 4-1, you know, all these goleadas, but we've been playing well. It's just what I think we struggle with is when there's a sense of urgency where Leon needs to kind of just put it away. They don't. So they leave it until, oh, we're down. Okay, bet. And it's like, no, that should not be the mentality. It should be like, we should be able to finish plays. We should be able to just be up in the scoreboard. I mean, yes, they did a great comeback, but it was just hanging on a string. Literally, I was looking at Angel Mena's face, that last minute penalty thinking, please don't, please make it. Please don't, you know, don't do this (laughs) to us right now. Um, So like I said, he's, he's been a great, um, influence on the field and, and on that wing. And I think he's, he's you know, he's contributed a lot to them in the past couple of seasons. Uh, and Angel Mena, who literally was benched for Cruz Azul, um, and we just, you know, got the best out of him. And he's been amazing. I mean, he scored today uh, with his international team. So, you know, and defensively, we'll be missing the Yairo Moreno aspect. He is out injured for a couple of weeks. That's why I mentioned earlier that we're going to have to adjust um, we're talking about some of the possibilities. We're thinking Avion Ramirez might be the option or actually just moving to CEO, um, and starting Mosquera with, with Barreiro in, in a center back duel, um, which either is a viable option. Some people were saying Osvaldo, Osvaldito, um, Rodriguez, but he tested positive, um, uh, for COVID. So he's not, um, an option. So it's either Damien, uh, David Ramirez starting or moving to CEO on that left back position. Um, and starting Mosquera with Steven Barreiro, which Steven Barreiro has improved so much. Was I hard on him last season? Yes, I was. But I feel like 
I kind of tend to lose patience, but I feel like I need to realize, you know, players that are coming in, they need a couple of games to adjust, even a couple of seasons. Yairo Moreno, the first season he came, I was really like, oh my God, what is this kid doing? But Yairo Moreno has improved so much defensively. I mean, literally, Ambriz has converted him into like a left back, but on the loose, on a counterattack, Yairo and Navarrito are just like another lethal attack added up front, um, which I think, and I've said this before, Navarrito is key and he is going to be key every single game because you don't expect a right back to end up as a extra forward. Like literally you see his movement and I, and I keep saying this on, on the podcast that the movement that JJ Macias had, it was hard for other, other players to kind of mark him because he was able to just move in a way that they could not keep up with him. Navarrito is just replicating that same movement. You're, you're not going to expect Navarrito to do go up there that's why he's been very discreet on the attack um so i'm hoping defensively we just keep maintaining how we've been um i'm not i'm not sure on you know if the rest is going to start the same um but i'm, I'm very hopeful <laughs> um and i think we've talked about it and i think you you heard ivan that we are kind of expecting an america to come out and kind of play us at Duportu because that's what we need because we need that preparation to what, what's going to look for into Liguilla. Because, yes, we've been playing pretty and all for the full season. But when it comes to Liguilla, we literally look like we don't know what we're doing. So we kind of want you guys to play us and challenge us so we can at least have that in our backbone when it comes to Liguilla season. Our best player is a 34-year-old. I need no, I need my other people to show up when they need to show up. And what I'm talking worry, about our, is... Our best player is a 35-year-old <laughs> goalkeeper. So I mean, Chapito Monte <laughs> ages... Ages so well, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm I'm just hopeful that you know, defensively we're continuing to be same strong. A game with you guys, it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle. I feel there's this internal rivalry, um, and on top of that, we're each trying to get a result, um, in a neutral ground at this point. Um, so just hoping for the best, pretty much at this point. All righty then. Well, before I jump to Christian, because I know his face was uh, was definitely something I want to revert back to. But Kari, give me your predicted eleven for uh, for Monday's game. So, I'm hoping Gota comes back and starts. Um, Pocho Blanco. I mean, he's been fine. Um, so I'm not. I'm not too. But I, I really want Gota back. Um, they'll have Gota Navarrito. I think center back duo. I'm hoping what I want is going to be uh, Mosquera. And Barreiro, the CEO as a left back. Um, Chapito Montes, Pedro Aquino, which I, which I mean, I think he's playing right now, but I'm hoping he comes back healthy. Um, I really think Meneses is going to start. He's going to get his starting, his starting role back. I know Carlos mentioned it yesterday um, and I'm hoping so. He's earned it. Men on the other Wing and then I mean repeat it up top with Gigliotti and Nico Sosa. Interesting, interesting. Okay, Christian, I'm going back to you because I uh, definitely did not like the fact that I said Ochoa was our best player on the team. It's not my take. It's it's EA Sport FIFA. They have him as the highest rated player on the squad. So therefore, hence he's our best player. But uh, hearing that now that um, Leon is going to come out with a, a Kind of a bit of a 4-4-2 formation and knowing that they have maybe a little bit of a situation at left back, knowing that their fullbacks like to get up and, and uh, you know, join in the attack. First of all, how do you see America 
lining up starting 11 wise against mm-hmm. Leon and two how do we play a team like Leon and use that space that they could possibly give us mm-hmm. okay so I guess I'll just start with the lineup well my predicted lineup um I'll have Oscar Jimenez in net uh Jorge Sanchez Sebas Cáceres I'm gonna leave it at least Fuentes as your back four uh can I'm not having a CDM so I'll have Richard Sanchez in the in the center mid on one wing, Benedetti. On the other wing, Genoa, uh, Giovanni Dos Santos. As a can, we'll have Cordova. And up top, we'll have Henry and Vinas. Okay, first of all, why did you just change it up on me? Yesterday, I went on the Lions Den podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I you said something different starting 11. I, I, just that, I just switched that one play. I just switched that one play. I, I took out Cáceres, Santi Cáceres, and put in Gio. Do you think Piojo would do that? Yes, 100%. We played with no CD on last game. Then we lost the midfield because of it. Um. Yeah, there was no there we did there was no no fluidity going on through that. We had to just bank on the wide, and that was what Benedetti was was there to do. But I don't think we can afford. Well, maybe we can't afford to do it on a counter attack. But that you're leaving a player like Aquino and Montes to just free roam around that without any any real contest. I think that's dangerous. I I think that's just giving Leon the game at that point. It could be. But I mean, okay. Uh, so, so we we'll, known to do this a lot of times. I heard okay, Christian, well, you're the the guru at, at lineup. So watch this, watch this, just watch. I'm I'm on uh, on Sunday night. What the, what is the over and the under on this lineup? The over on this. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I I definitely see it only because I think Gio has had a good string of games. Um, and just, just something tells me right now that you can't have Nico Benedetti out and Cordova out of the lineup, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Sanchez is another one that's kind of, you know, you can't really move him because that's really your whole midfield. And then Henry, Henry's living through a good moment, and, you know, Vinas is Vinas. So, you know, it's it's definitely something that kind of plays into our favor when going on the offense. Um, Ivan, you mentioned how, how do we kind of come out with the victory, and I think we just have to utilize all of our creativity. You know, you're going to have three players, Benedetti, Gio, and, and Cordova to kind of help you and create. Um, you're going to have Vinas kind of trying to drop back and create space for Henry to, to open up a shot. Um, you're going to have to play close, uh, but when the when the space opens up on the wings, you're going to have to take advantage of it. Um, Leon's very fast, very, very fast. And I think this is when Benedetti and Cordova are going to have to show their defensive skills and defensive minds and when and when uh, learn when to drop back because you're going to need to drop back on, on those counterattacks. And, you know, when, when Montes starts getting in, the, in his rhythm, starts making these long passes, these sneaky passes, that's when they don't get dangerous. And, yes, you're right. They don't really – they're struggling to score in some games, but they have players that can just turn it on like that. Uh, and, you know, you're going to need uh, our center backs to, to really be on their toes, and you're going to need a defense, defensive effort from everyone on the pitch that night. It's interesting. Very interesting because, okay, so going back to that formation that we first talked about on Monday that we kind of alluded to, which was going to be kind of a 4-4-2. Correct. I, and you had put Cordova on the left, which we know Piojo tends to do. I would have yeah. much rather controversially have subbed him off and put in Ibarguen only because of oh. the same factor that he has the speed to get us going on the counter because we know that Leon will most definitely leave some space down that left-hand side because like Kari just alluded to, Navarro loves to go forward and he loves to kind of weave his way into the middle of the pitch. 
So that would just completely leave some space I for think, a player um, like Ibarguen to mm-hmm. just go off on the races. I think you have Leo Suarez over Ibarguen in the pegging order. If you were to yes, do that. but who has who? No, who's faster? We know Leo that Ibarguen is way faster than Leo. Way faster. Um, AJ, way faster. AJ, can you be the tiebreaker here? I can be the tiebreaker. Go by, I, I go by the stats of FIFA. Ibarguen. Ibarguen's fast. <laughs> you guys are going <laughs> off FIFA style. I am Call going with amateurs. Oh my goodness! I am going. Field, well, Daddy, you you you're more than welcome to win. No, I I I'm gonna have to agree. Ibarguen, you can just see him race down the field. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, it's three against one. Christian. Ibarguen definitely has the more of a dribbling uh, effect on players. I think he he's definitely the better one on one dribbler, which can come in handy. Uh, definitely against against a side like Leon, you're gonna have to need to try to break down from somewhere because their defense is so strong. So I could I could see why people would pick Ibarguen over Leo. But um, in terms of getting a, a counter a counter attack started, uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to be be on the be on the you know other side on that one. But it's interesting because we're all alluding that Benedetti, luckily, knock on wood, stays healthy enough to show up for this game. That's a very, very good option to come off the bench once we get like, you know, because Navarro, we, we know that Navarro doesn't have the same legs as he used to 10 years ago. So, it, you know, this could prove dividends in like the 70th minute. You bring on Ibarguen and oh, just no, definitely. tell him to go, of go, course, go yeah. haywire on there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's something that I think we need Ibarguen to kind of embrace that role, you know. Um, some players just feed off of, you know, I guess sem- semi-tired, uh, you know, fullbacks and then just go off on them because, like you said, they're tired, they're not really thinking straight, and then you come in, this pacey dribbler can just kind of break down lines. It's It, it, it can work to our bench, so that's definitely something to keep your eye out. Definitely. All right, but we're going to go with your formation because as time has Which one? been uh, the, the the one that you gave today. The circle formation. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, the, the, the very, very, <laughs> very bad diamond formation that Piojo will most likely use uh, against uh, Leon in the midfield. But then that, that gives to me the impression that Cordoba is going to have to do a lot more in this game than what he's usually asked for. Now, we know that he's a player that likes to be all over the pitch. We know that, but... That's what can happen in the free room role. Yeah, now, but now you're adding on top of that the pressure of, okay, look, I need you to be a center mid because Richard's going to have to be a center defensive mid and a center mid, but I also need you to be the kind of... Uh, the one that gets started to who the one who gets starting these attacks going. And then I also need you to cover for Gio whenever he starts moving and drifting in or for Benedetti whenever he starts moving and drifting in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be a lot to be tasked on Cordoba, but I'm okay with that if he comes out on top. I mean, he's know, done it before. And yes, he has done it before. And then, But in recent times, and, and, and you guys can go back to the games, he hasn't been that Cordoba that you guys right. keep praising him for. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... I just need him to step up. I've said it time and time again that he is a very confidence-based player. And I feel like right now it's a little low. Will that confidence go back up because of the international break? I do hope so because we need the best of Cordoba in the end of the season. Because, look, we have Leon, which is a really good opponent. But then we have Tigres, which is another really good opponent. So it's not like we can take an off break or an off day whatsoever. So I do hope that in your formation, Cordoba is able to pick up on the little nuances of, okay, I am really the heartbeat of this team for this game. 
because I have to make the defensive. Uh, I have to do the defensive duties, but I also have to make the creativities. I have to have to cover and I also have to attack. And it's going to be a lot for him. And I get that. But again, he knows the shirt that he's wearing and he knows what institution he plays for. So I do hope that at the end of the day, he comes out and he shows exactly why he's looked at by so many scouts over in Europe. But AJ, talk to me a little bit more about how America needs to come out and play Leon. Do you think that Gadi is right? Do you think America will go toe-to-toe with Leon? Or do you kind of more more so agree with what I said yesterday on their podcast and that America will most likely bunker down, soak up the pressure, and try to relieve it on the counter? That's suicidal. <laughs> it's... Uh, um. <laughs> Um, but no, I think it's really it's on the edge. It's just gonna go head to head pretty much with what they got pretty much. And I feel that's the best way to go because I feel like knowing how America can concede goals like right from the get go, especially as much as I like five in the back, I would admit if you're playing with some like that and then your goals right from the get go, it's like okay, then I don't know if this is gonna really gonna work. So in this case, it feels like we shouldn't wait to see how much Leon can to, do to us before we can finally see the opportunity open in force. Because I feel like if they're going to constantly just for shots after shots for us, and then we're having to get fatigued due to that, Leon can then take the opportunity and just go in for a goal. So I think in this case, America's have to just go at it with Leon. Leon's going to make it, is going to attack. If, team's, if Leon's going to that America's going to play defensive as well. Kind of like a mirror match in this case to see like, who can make the most of the opportunity in this case? Uh, knowing how the defense can be, you know, really dodgy, but this is going to be a time where I feel like they need to step up into this case, especially playing the team against Leon. Yeah, they haven't scored as many goals as America, but they are still capable of scoring goals with the forwards that they have up front. And concerning as well, Leon, just looking from the players that they have, everyone seems to participate in goal scoring. They don't really rely on one player. But then in this case with America, we also have a case where mostly the goal scoring has been coming from our forwards and Fed and Henry marketing. So it's a thing where we also then look at the midfield, which they're going to help out. If they can ha- have an opportunity at goal, go for it. If Benedetti or Cordova or Leo Suarez can see an opportunity for them to go for go for goal, just go for it. If not, pass to Henry Martin or to Federico Vinas and they'll get the job done for you. Interesting. Okay. Well, Kari, now that you've kind of heard our ups and downs as to how we think America might come out and play against you guys, is there something that you would change or something that you think Leon might do different? Or do you still think the same, that it is a game where Leon just goes and takes it to America right away? I mean, I do believe, I mean, I feel like Leon's just going to stick to holding possession and just how they've been. Um, I don't know. I'm th- I'm having doubts of, of if if the CEO starts as less left back or keep the CEO in Barreiro and just have um, Avion Ramirez on, on on that. That's that's kind of just my doubt because I don't know what Ambris is thinking. Um, but other than that, I feel like it's going to be a good game. I feel like if, you know, we concede, then this is going to be like, okay, guys, we conceded. Everybody understands that. Okay, let's go. Because I feel like they take a while to kind of react. Um, and then when it's like, oh, 75 minute, okay, then they want to start playing because I know what they're capable of doing. I think, you know, AJ said what I've been saying throughout the podcast is that we have a lot of goal scoring opportunities. It's just this season. It's just kind of like, you know, Louis says this, that 
you know, right now we don't need, we don't, we don't need to be blowing teams out and blah, 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 which I understand because I think the frustration comes with Ligia when we need that, we don't do it and I get it. But I, I want to have the reassurance that Leon doesn't need to be in a situation that they, they put themselves in pretty much. Um, you know, I'm not saying, okay, let's go out and blow America for, oh, why? Cause it hasn't happened, um, this season. Um, so I don't see Leon scoring more than two. Um, so, you know, which is, in, it's up with, with me, us winning, but anyways, um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping for the best guys. Like, I really don't know how this game's I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I feel like we're all for the lines and podcasts looking forward to this game because it's America, but because I think we'll have a real challenge and a real battle, um, which we kind of need. Um, so I don't know. Well, if there's one reassurance, is that, gentlemen, at least there won't be no Mario Boselli on the pitch. So at least we know we're not one nil <laughs> down already. Oh, I had um, nightmares from Boselli. See, you guys have to... Br- you brought it up. I did it. so... I mean, it's only fair. Look, and, and but this is what I was alluding to. Christian, Leon has always been a thorn in the side for Piojo. It always seems to be like it's that one team that he just can't literally nick. Right. Obviously, after that humility loss in the uh, what was it in in the final of 2014. um, And ever since then, he just hasn't been able to get over that hump over Leon. You really think he's feeling up to the task and he really wants to get this win over Leon because let's face it, it just it's never been a good time for him. I mean, yes, um, I just think that. I mean, I think Bielho just comes into every game just wanting to win. Um, I think the only exception he has in terms of mentality would be to the three Clásicos. I understand that, you know, Leon is definitely a difficult opponent for Bielho every single time we match up. Um, so there's definitely some thought going into it, but I don't, not to the extent that you're probably saying it, Ivan. Yeah, it was just me just saying stuff just to say it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, normally. though, this is, yeah, yeah, normally. Um, at the end of the day, though, it is a very good game that we're 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 painting because I think if 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 because I'm, I'm three against one in regards to how we think America and Leon are going to come out and play, um, if the game that you guys are painting uh, on the podcast does come to fruition on Monday, I think we're in for one a lot of goals, uh, two a, a very back and forth game, and three hopefully a game that kind of has both fan sets on the edge of their seat. Um, and then we'll have to wait and see. Obviously, those are the type of games people want to see. And what better way to close out the jornada than with that? But again, still think America is going to try to hold off, close as much space. Christian, I know you say it's a little suicidal, but hey, this whole season has been suicidal for America, if you ask me. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, we'll just have to wait and see. We can sit here and talk all we want. But at the end of the day, the players have to go out there and showcase what they're made out of both teams, actually. So, um, I mean, it'll be interesting. We're on neutral territory. I think both teams obviously will have that sense of feeling that, you know, there is no kind of attachment to the stadium. So maybe it paints for an even better game at the end of the day. So we'll have to wait and see. But okay, let's talk predictions because I know we're all waiting to see whether or not Katty's going to back her on, which, spoiler alert, she definitely is. So. I'm going to go to you, Gadi, as you are our guest. Gadi, what is your prediction for Monday's game? Prediction. Um, prediction time. So, like I said, I'm, we're not going to score more than two goals. Um, if we do, amazing. Um, but so far, it hasn't really been something that we have been shooting for. Kind of just winning, whether that's 1-0, 2-0, whatever it is. Um, so, I'm going to go with 
2-1, Leon winning. Um, goals by maybe Eminem, might be an Eminem night, which is Mena and Menaces. Um, But we'll see. I mean, I, I, I would I would hope that at least, you know, if it's not one of the M's that Nico Sosa tries to get a goal in, uh, maybe he could become the new Bolseli, but we'll see. Um, but no, I think it's going to be a 2-1 um, plus game, in my opinion. Um, 2-1 favor of Leon. 2-1, interesting. Sorry, Kari, we don't have a jingle here on the Eagle Podcast. We do have our beloved Cowboy, though, booked for the studio later on this year. So hopefully you can get a nice little jingle out for us. But um, gentlemen, that is her prediction. I personally do not like M&Ms. So Christian, what's your prediction for Monday? I mean, I like M&Ms, but not against us. Um, I think uh, this... Um, it's going to be close, honestly. Uh, it's very back and forth. Um, the team that makes the fewer mistakes, obviously, I think will come out of top. Uh, you already one. warned me because we're the team that one, makes one. the most mistakes. 1-1. One, 1-1. One, one, one. One, one. One, one. Okay, that's reasonable. That's actually very reasonable. One, one. Cowboy Dance at 2-2, two, two, so... That okay. he did. Cowboy Dance prediction is 2-2. Two yeah. to two. As I'm saying... Could be we could be in for quite uh quite a night of goals. But AJ, talk to me. Your prediction, my friend. I mean, you all saw my comment last time when I was watching Yes and Lions' podcast. Just for the jokes, I said three zero. But no, we're we're definitely not gonna. <laughs> and you get it goals again. <laughs> exactly <laughs> three zero three zero three zero it again. <laughs> but no. In all seriousness, you know, I want to see a high-scoring game because I feel this can be one of those games where I would like to see both of the teams go at it with each other, which is something I like to see. Yeah, it's going to put us on the edge of our seats because we never like to see that. But I would see America coming out, defeating Leon 3-2. 3-2. My goodness, AJ. My little heart cannot take that. Especially not not on a Monday. But uh, all right, looks like we're getting some predictions in the comment section down below. Let's see. So uh, Luis Parada is going 2-1 America. Very good choice right there. And then we have uh, Rolando Padilla going 2-1 America. I'm so happy that people are finally putting the team afterwards. Because you usually get the predictions (laughs) to be like (laughs) 2-1. But to who? (laughs) I mean, we assumed this for America, but you never know. But uh, no, uh, shout out to to everyone right there sending in. Uh, their comments and their predictions. Uh, as far as what I'm going for, I'm going to agree with these gentlemen in the chat and I'm going to one America. I think that we can maybe nick it in the end. I think it's going to be a one, one draw for a pretty good chunk of the match. And then, Hey, 80 to the 90th minute. I'm hoping for a little bit of a Leon mistake. Uh, well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see that center back partnership. Uh, Gary was kind of alluding to if maybe that, you know, can pay fruition to us and something happens and we can make a late goal and just close it out at the end. Um, but we'll see. At the end of the day, though, I think we expect just a good matchup. And, you know, I think America, whilst three points are a must, would a draw here be so bad, Christian? Um, first of all, I think Leon should play with no defense. I think that would be the more ideal thing for us. Second, yes, um, definitely... I mean, yeah, um, definitely um, not ideal. It's just with, with the way I think we've been playing, um, you know, I think it's going to be very complicated uh, against this team to to come out with the victory, but anything is possible. Definitely all, always rooting for a win. 
It's just right now, I don't think, you know, we, we need, uh, we, we have the right tools for it. Um, especially coming off an international break, uh, you never know what you, uh, what to expect. So definitely should be a good match though. I don't think, I don't think Leon America ever disappoints. Um, definitely a good way to end the week. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to it. I mean, a good way to start the week. Because it's on a Monday, my friend. Well, no, dummy. I meant to end the, the week, the jornada, but okay. Oh, oh. Never mind. <laughs> I got Alrighty both ways, then. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, um, I'm just thinking about it. You know, two podcasts coming together. We should have maybe done like a little side bet on the side for this game. What do you mean? I was saying, so what are we going to bet? Oh, I'm all about betting. I'm all about betting here. Ivan, I think you can attest to this. I mean, you clearly live next to a casino or something. <laughs> God, I bet I, uh, if I lived next to a casino, I think I'd be broke. Uh, he wouldn't be here. We would we would be checking in on Christian at the casino. Just have a camera just tied to him. Be like, all right, now we check in on our host over at the casino. Uh, but... And we'll, we'll we'll talk. Maybe we do a little bit of something off air. We'll see. We'll let people know. But should maybe thought about this ahead of time. But yeah. still, it should be for a good game. Make sure you guys go follow us over at the Eagle Eye Podcast if you guys don't already in Twitter. We're gonna live tweet the whole match just in case for some reason you have to work that night or you know something comes up. Maybe you got continue to practice. I don't know what people do on a Monday. <laughs> all right. Quintanilla. So if if for some reason you can't catch it, make sure you guys go over on our Twitter. We'll have you guys covered on all things uh, America versus Leon in that game. So it should be an exciting one. And Gadi, where can they find you and your podcast on Twitter? You guys can follow me at Gadi Torres underscore seven. You guys can follow the Lion Den podcast at the Lion's Den pod. Uh, we have everything in regards to Club Leon and English content. Uh, shout out to my co-host Carlos, Javier, Louis, and Jose. Uh, uh, contribute all the time during live games. Uh, follow Club Leon EN, which is the unofficial Club Leon, which in my opinion should be the official one, but no one asked me. Um, but follow right, them. No they have all me. the good content. <laughs> <laughs> all the good content um, goals and stuff you'll find it um, at Club Leon EN um, and also um, you can follow the page from Club Leon EN.com you can see everything in uh, regards to articles news in regards to Leon you can see the podcast there watch it listen to it via Spotify YouTube Apple Podcasts everything um, but yeah so shout out to all my co-hosts who we've been going at it for a year and a couple months and I'm proud of them. And I thank you guys um, outside of hearing my friends. And, you know, I praise you guys and you guys have been doing a lot of good content, got good work for the community. AJ, I'm so glad you joined the team and I know I expect great things from you. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me. No, thank you so much. Gary. Gentlemen, anything before we wrap up the show, AJ, you can go first. I guess the message in case anyone didn't hear free folk cult. So, you know, right here, just free them, please. <laughs> yes, no, please. Free. please. Twitter, yes. To this yes, free yes, cult, right? yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> now, I just want to say thank you to everyone coming out. Thank you, Gadi, for coming on the podcast. Um, You definitely help uh, this community grow. And um, thank you for all your hard work. And uh, just continue to um, to do the, the best you can with your lines then, because I think it's definitely something special. Um, Definitely want the best to do it in the community. So thank you for coming on. I'm going to cry. Right back at you. 
All right, then. Well, before we wrap up the show, it wouldn't it, it would it wouldn't do us justice without saying first, Scotty, how immensely proud we are of not just you, but what you guys are doing over at the Lions Den podcast. Uh, we talk about it all the time off air that, uh, you know, the more people come into this community and the more people that develop, you know, podcasts or, or just pages just focused on teams the better it is for all of us. Um, it just helps us make all these great, cool podcasts and and be able to collaborate with each other. And that really means the world to all of us because that means we get to have more exposure. So uh, congratulations on what you're doing over there. You keep up the hard work. We're very proud of you because, of course, you are our friend outside of this. And like Christian mentioned, you know, we adore everything that you're doing. And if it's one thing after another, you just keep inspiring us to keep pushing. So thank you, Gadi. Um, and one last thing before we wrap it up and before we let you go, we have said it before on the podcast, but we'll say it to you here as well. Congratulations on the engagement. We wish you <laughs> and, uh, and Tom nothing but the best. And um, I hope he's listening to this. Tom, if you are, shout out to you, my friend. Um, happy late you, birthday. Um, and, and yeah, so uh, congratulations, Scotty. You truly are an inspiration for a lot of people here in this community. And uh, thank you for coming on. No, thank you for having me. You guys are so sweet. Um, you guys know I love you guys. And I'm always praising y'all's work because I feel like you said I've been, you know, a lot of us had to put our time and effort and are serious about, you know, putting the English content out there because it's needed. Um, you guys are well respected. And I'm always going to praise you guys and advocate for you guys no matter what against everything. So uh, you guys are doing above and beyond. And I'm excited what projects you, got, you guys have coming. Um, so thank you. And let's just keep working towards towards our goal. Definitely. And the one project these guys have going on the side is hashtag for Ivan, but we won't get into that today. <laughs> All right, then, everyone. Advocate for that. Don't you dare touch Ivan. <laughs> All right, then. You guys have a wonderful night. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe out there. Please wear your mask. And as always, take care of each one another. We'll see you guys over on Monday and next episode. Don't forget to tune in on Thursday. We'll be talking all things Lady Aguilas. Me and AJ will be talking that terrible, terrible loss against Tigres, but hopefully a very good win against Puebla. Question mark. We'll see you tomorrow. Alrighty then. You guys have it. E take it easy. We'll see you guys very, very soon. Until next time, as always, take care and Arriba la America. Good night, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.